Welcome to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast, the latest swine nutrition research digested for you. Swine Nutrition Black Belt Podcast is only possible with the support and trust of innovative companies like Hubbard Feeds, research-driven and focused on helping you achieve your goals. Fibro Animal Health Corporation, healthy animals, healthy food, healthy world. Lifestart Swine, facilitated by Trow Nutrition, distilled science and real-world advice for better on-farm decisions. Eastman Animal Nutrition, visit EASTMAN.com. Find out how to optimize swine health and nutrition at kemen.com forward slash swine. Novus International Inc., a leader in swine nutrition solutions driven by science. Combining basic science with real-world facilities results in swine nutrition programs that deliver impactful bottom-line performance. Hubbard Feeds is focused on helping you achieve your goals and make your life easier along the way. Choose a company that can match your appetite for innovation by visiting hubbardfeeds.com slash swine research. My name is Clayton Chastain, your host for today's episode. Today we have with us Dr. Katie Summers, a research microbiologist from the USDA. So Katie, would you mind telling us about this study? Sure, I'd love to. Thanks for having me on. So my laboratory, as you might guess, is microbiology-based at the USDA. And what we started out with was looking at what the fungal members of the gut might be doing in terms of host response and growth and development in piglets during the weaning transition. And we started doing very simple experiments where we cultured feces and looked at what we could grow to look at the fungal burden. And what we saw was pre-weaning piglets carry very little fungal burden in their feces, but at that post-weaning time, it takes off significantly and remains elevated for the rest of the pig's life. And that's across geography, genetics, and all of that. So an obvious reason could be their feed has fungi in it or something in the feed permits fungi to thrive, or maybe the removal of sow milk and colostrum allows the fungi to then thrive. And those are still up for debate, but we wanted to know what those microbes were doing in the gut. Because we know fungi can elevate histamine, which is a known uh, factor that can reduce piglet growth performance. And so if fungi are elevating histamine, pigs are growing slower. So we wanted to look at that and then also how the fungi were interacting with the bacteria. So our group went on and did an Illumina MySeq study um, talking about the microbiome and investigating and identifying. And what we saw was that post-weaning, one specific fungus, Kazakhstania sleuthiae, became the most predominant fungus in piglets. And that is in their GI tract, as well as in their feces. And that also stayed with them the rest of their lives. And that's confirmed with studies in Spain and Germany and South America, and, so, and in the US as well. So we see that piglets have this specific fungus that seems to be adapted. And when we looked at sequencing-based inferred interactions with microbes in the gut, we see that Kazakhstania sleuthiae had beneficial interactions with known beneficial bacteria, things like Prevotella and Lactobacillus, some of those probiotic names you might have heard of. But then we also saw it had negative inferred interactions with known pathogens like Aspergillus. So this really piqued our interest because it's there in abundance and it's having beneficial interactions. And 
just because sequencing says so doesn't mean it's good, but we went back into the laboratory and found that when we studied Kazakhstania slufia biofilms and their interactions with bacterial biofilms, we see the same phenomenon occur. We used a pathogen isolated from pigs called Enercoccus fecalis, and it actually had negative interactions with Kazakhstania slufia biofilms. It reduced their complexity and density, while Lactobacillus acidophilus actually increased it. They worked together to create a more complex biofilm that became more antibiotic and antifungal resistant. So these sequencing studies, while are very preliminary, they point us towards potential beneficial targets in piglets during that critical weaning transition. So it's kind of an exciting time going forward. And we've begun a large feeding trial that isn't quite ready yet, but will be soon. So based on what you got from the sequencing, uh, do you expect this feeding trial to kind of have similar results to be able to boost performance? So we are hopeful that by in, or well, introducing Kazakhstania slufia at an elevated level, pre-weaning or post-weaning or a double pre and post-weaning feed, that we would be able to induce beneficial gut interactions. So perhaps it's creating an environment where pathogens aren't able to find a niche in the gut, perhaps it's promoting beneficial bacteria to grow, and all of these effects perhaps, and we hope and hypothesize, would then induce a healthier gut environment and promote animal growth. So that would be an easy target for industry then if you could simply spray a feed additive that's very cheap and easy to grow, um, that would be a great thing. Obviously, we don't know yet, but that's the hope. I see. So based on what you also just said, so this would be a um, relatively cheap additive to add to feed? Absolutely. So this is a fungus that is relatively easy to grow. It can grow aerobically in the laboratory, grows very quickly and robustly, and is easy to lyophilize or spin down. And uh, it's palatable for the pigs. A lot of those additives we see like butyrate or butyric acid, the piglets don't want to eat it. You know, it doesn't taste good to them. Uh, this they eat with no problem. It is palatable. So it's something that could be added in quite easily. I see. So also, what did you say um, the age that you see this start to increase in naturally in the pigs, you said? Yeah. So right at weaning. So okay. we wean at day 21, which is pretty much the industry standard, 21 to 24. So we do 21 and we see right immediately within a day that fecal fungal burden is quite high and that's reproducible every time. So like I mentioned, perhaps the fungi are reduced by mother's milk and the antibodies found within there. Perhaps the feed that the piglets get post weaning is something that the fungus really likes and they thrive on it in the gut. So these are studies we need to look a little bit more into to know the true mechanism. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I can speak for a lot of us when I'm saying that we'd probably be eagerly awaiting the results of that feeding trial. <laughs> yes. So hopefully we'll get those results really soon. Um, we're crunching numbers now. So it's an exciting time in the laboratory for sure. A leader in swine nutrition solutions driven by science. Novus's products and services look at the whole animal, focusing on productivity and well-being in order to feed the world affordable and wholesome food. For more information, visit Novus's website at www.novusint.com. Well, before we finish up, is there anything else you'd like to add about the study? 
I think it's just as I was not raised to be in agriculture. I'm a microbiologist by training, and I love having joined the swine field four or five years ago. And I always want to say I love these feeding trials, and I think we just have to remember some of the basic science that has to occur first to move forward mm -hmm. in some of these pig trials so we don't waste research funding and all of that long term. So I, I love to uh, speak up for the fungi and the bacteria and say, you know, keep them in mind when you're looking at your pig health for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on the show. And to everyone else, thank you for listening to the Swine Nutrition Black Belt podcast. Please visit us at swinenutritionblackbelt.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast channel so you won't miss out on the latest episode. See you next week. Hey, everyone. We're always searching for the latest and greatest research to share each week. If you have a swine nutrition related research trial and would like to come on the show to talk about it and share with us, feel free to send an email to nutritionblackbelt at swineit.com and we would love to take a look at your research.